Welcome everyone, Bez Hashem. We are learning uh, Shabbos. Hey, Omud Aleph, three lines down in the wide lines, in the middle of the line, Omar Rav Avin, Omar Rav Yechenon. The Gemara says like this. In understanding the cases of Rav Yechenon, in regards to Haitzah, <laughs> a person was standing in the Rishus Harabim and he is Hichnis Yodoy He puts his hand he's once again where? He's in Rishus Harabim he puts his hand in his friend's Chatzar a friend's Chatzar is by definition a friend's courtyard is Rishus Yachid, private domain Okay, when we say private, we don't mean the laws of Baba Kama. It means it's a private domain law, God's the Hilcha Shabbos. It's enclosed. And what is he, what's he doing now? He's catching rainwater. And then, Okay, then he's pulling out the rainwater to the place where he's standing. Now, once again, Rabbi said, where is he standing? He's in Shusarabim. Now, I don't think we need a picture for this, but uh, we have the Peir Shchai here, so we might as well use the picture. Why not? Okay. Um, so, here's our picture of of the rain. This one over here. The man is outside in Rishus Ravim. He puts his hand into Rishus Yachid, and he's pulling out the water that's in his hand back into Rishus Ravim. What's Allah? He's Chayev. Chayev means what? Chayev Chatas. Karma Chatas. A sin offering. Rabbi Yisai, do you have any problems with what, which, what just happened here? Okay, when you say he's not moving, come back in a second. He's, the whole time he's stationary within his own domain. He, but his hand, his hand, he's taking something from from a, a private domain into a public domain. He's taking from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh right, So that's a problem. That's that's the, right? That's the definition, that's the definition of, of Haitzah. Mm-hmm. Now, Reb Noyach said, well, we have a problem because where, where is he lifting? Where is Zakira? Okay. In other words, where's he up, what's he uprooting? He, so the rainwater is coming down. So he, he's, he's saying he's uprooting the rainwater, right? What's another issue, Rabbi, that we've learned recently? We have problems with his body and, and hands are two separate entity now. I mean, his 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 body in Yosha but his hand. So why? So why is that a problem? So so I mean, if if he receives the water in Yosha Yochid, okay, transfers to his body in Yosha. I mean, so he so he so he sends it to Yochid, okay. He didn't transfer anything. He pulls his hands out. Well, the Maisa, yeah. he is transferring, though, like as, as Rav Nachum was saying, that the classic case of if I stick my hand into my house, I'm outside in my Rosh Hashanah, and I open the window, and I take out a cup of coffee from the window. I take out a saver. <coughs> Whatever I take out is irrelevant. Yeah, I'm taking I'm out the, the key from inside the house that's on the table, that's Rosh Hashanah Yachid, and I and and I, I did that kira, and I brought it down. But here there's no kira. What? Why not? 
who's putting it in his hand? In the other cases, when he puts out his hand, the man, the, the, the owner puts something in his hand. Who is putting it in his hand? God is, is putting water in his hand. Okay, so very good. Noyach, you're saying very good. Let's see the Gemara Vaiter, okay? The question is, I'm not saying, who, where's the Akira? Where did he get into his, you need to like, put it and pick it off. Okay, so let, let's let's see what's going on over here. So, Maskif Lord of Zero. Reb Zero has a problem that we just said. With this case that we said is Chayef. What's the difference between the case where we had earlier, a few a few uh, days earlier, and a few blood earlier, where somebody put an item on a friend's shoulder, right? Remember that? And he walked out, and we're saying over there that we said he's Potter, but now we're saying over here he's Chayef. So we're saying Akira. He didn't do an Akira, as Abnayek was saying. He never did an Akira. He didn't do that Akira. What's that Akira? What's the uprooting? Stigmar so says, in light of that difficulty, this difficulty, Stigmar says, don't say that what the person did was <coughs> he received the water. But rather, what he did was as follows. He took his right hand, like see the picture over here? Just focus on the hands. Don't focus on the rest of the picture for now. I'm just borrowing the hand part. He's taking his right hand and he's pushing the water into his left hand. That's that's what Gemara wants to say now. That's the Akira. Okay? The the rain's coming down and he's like pushing it into the hand. From right to left to left that is relevant. So when I ask a question that Iva Vayinon Akir Gabi Mogam Arba, we already learned a din which was stated over here in the Shir as well just now, when I asked you what the problem was with this, that you have to do an Akira from a place which is Dalit al Dalit Fakim, and you don't have that Voleka. Because you're gathering it from where? From the ear. You hear what the problem is? The rain's coming down. So that's exactly the problem. You're Mechavim to the Gemara. What's bothering you is what's bothering Gemara. The Gemara is saying, where do you have a Dalit al Dalit Fakim, right? The rain's coming down. You're taking the water. So we dealt one with one problem. And you're pushing the water with your one hand to the next hand. Good. But wh- where do you have Dalit al Dalit? The water, the, the item that you're picking has to be picked up from a place of 4 by 4 and put down the place 4 by 4 Tfachim, right? Small, it's not, not a large area, right? So Gemara says like this. Gemara says, okay, the case, we, we have the case wrong. When we say he's Chayev, that he has been Kormachatis, it must be What's going on is as follows. You see this? There's a house. And he doesn't have a good gutter. So the rain is pouring down the side of the house. Okay? Coming down, straight down. So what's he doing now? He's taking his hand. And he is pushing water in from that's coming down into the other hand. So now you have a situation where the wall is Dalit al-Dalit. 
It's four by four. And he's doing that kira from a place, he's uprooting it from a place of dollar al dollar. Right? You got it, Dovber? Yeah? Good? Okay. Gemara is still not, not happy with this. What's the problem now, Rabbi Yisai? Before we see the Gemara. What's the water just flowing. And therefore it's not what? Say the word. It's not what? It's not landing It's not It's not noch. It's not resting. The, the water has to be resting. <coughs> Excuse me. Exactly right. So how could you do in Akira uprooting something when it, you can only uproot, meaning pick something up from a place that was resting. But if the water is flowing, it's not called picking it up. You can't hold what? Very good. Okay? So that's exactly what Gemara is asking now. When it says, It's also a problem. It's not resting. The water is not resting. So Gemara answers, They change the way it's to be Rabba. Like Rabba said. I'm going to tell you now, before I even explain going forward, I have a difficulty understanding this. I like saying that, so then when you ask me a kasha, I'll tell you, I, I have the same kasha. <laughs> okay? So, what, what's, what, what's Rav is saying? That it's a slanted wall. So it's, it's, it's if, as if, it's resting to some degree on a slanted wall. Now it's still coming, pouring down. That's what's bothering you. Lamaisa, you, you put a ball on a slanted roof, it's not staying where, where you left it. You put the water on the slanted roof, it's not really nach there either. But the Gemara is, is entertaining right now that that Lamaisa is called nach. That's on, you see the slanted wall. See, as opposed to in this picture, it's coming straight down. Right? Okay. Gemara says, Kedama Rabbah, we're talking about a case of a koisel meshupa, of a slanted wall. So, Achanami b'kaisel meshupa. So when, when uh, we say that we said earlier that and we start off Amar Avin, Amar Avin, Amar Biyachinan, the person was hichnes yodoi, the say chotzich averoi, he put his hand in his friend's chotzich, and then he took out the water. We're talking about a case that he took it out, the rainwater coming off of a slant. So we took care of. Dalit al dalit because because it's off a wall. We took care of the nach the hanacha because it's on a slant. Okay, fine. We'll leave that for now. Okay. We took care of the fact that he did the akira didn't just fall in the sand because one hand pushed it into the other hand. So we covered all all first, second, third base so far. Okay, three bases. <laughs> okay, oh, it's really all the bases we need. Right now, Gemara clarifies. We say like this. The Heikhitma the Ravo or Ravo. Aha, now we take a trip to Hamid Bays, which is really taking us to Erevin. Okay, now where is this Gemara in Erevin? The Gemara in Erevin is on that Sadizain with Bays. I want to point something out to you as in Shem we go through Shas together. And that is as follows. Pay attention to the daf and the daf where something is on. What do I mean by that? 
I'm going to ask you a question about Yisai. Where was the Gemara in Hazayrik, in the 11th parak, in our Mesechta? What daf was it on when you when we spoke about you're taking one item to another item? One, one, your Moshit, your Zayrik, an item, Rishus Yachid, Rishus Yachid, Rishus Ram, Emsa. Where was this? This was, what daf was it? Well, no, no, our Mishnah was connecting to where? Tzadi Vav. And over there, this is Tzadi Zayn. I want to tell you something. In my humble opinion, it's not just by chance, there's one off. And telling us to say, it's helpful to remember. Tzadi Vav in, in Shabbos. Tzadi Zayin in Erevin. It helps us to remember Shas. It's not just to know it, but also to remember it. Okay, what does it say over there? It says over there, we are now on the top of Hayim at base. The Mishnah says, Hayakayri b'sefer. Person was reading a safer. Now, when I say a safer, what do you think? What comes to mind? I say a safer. What comes to mind? A book, like this, right? Not a scripture. A book, like this, bound, right? So Rashi says, ah, you know what? I had a feeling you might think like this. That's why Rashi says, look at the first Rashi. Top top of line. Rashi says, You see that first Rashi? All of their books were in a scroll form, as you said. So therefore, what's going to happen is like this, Rabbi Yisai. Don't ask me why. Well, for, first case is like this. He, he's, he's reading on the threshold over here. You see this? Here's the doorway. Here's the door. Here's the Rishusha Rabbim. And he's reading. He's over here. He wants to sit down and relax a little. And his safer scroll goes down. He's still holding it in his hand. And it rolls down to Rishus Arabim. The question is now, is he allowed to pull it back up? Okay? So it says the Mishnah, The skupa is this mifton, is the threshold, or by the doorway. And then as a din karmelis. Karmelis, once again, is a Rishus, which is a domain, which is rabbinic, which is a rabbinic Rishus Arabim, I'll call it like that. When this Galgal is safe from Yodoy, and the safe rolled out of his hand, on into part of it into Rishus Arabim. So one end of the safe is in his hand, <coughs> and one end is where? In Rishus Arabim. Goyloloi Etzla. He's allowed to roll it back up and bring it back to him. Now, Rabbi Yisai, what's the Chiddush? If you drop something, can't you pick it up? Went to another domain. Ah! So, you can't normally, again, can't go from Rabim to a, car, to a different domain. You can't go from a Shusram to a Carmelist. What's the Chiddush over here? That even though Midrabban and it's also to go from a Shusram to Carmelist, here, since he's holding the end, or the beginning, if you will, of the scroll, of the Sefer scroll, He's just rolling it back. As opposed to if the whole thing left his hand, he dropped everything, that's when we say we can't bring it back. You hear the difference? Okay. Yeah, good? Fine. So it's not considered to be an Akira from the Shusarabim. That's the point we want to bring out from over here. Now, 
However, Misha says further, You say, why is he reading on the roofs? I want to tell you something. Last year, I went to Eretz Yisrael, and I went to my nephew's yeshiva, right by the Kaisa. Okay, my was this time of year, last year. He says to me, would you like to go to the roof? So, he says, it's a beautiful view. Now, they have Baruch Hashem, they have a mark over there, they have a fence around it. So, we went to the rooftop. Nice, gorgeous view. So here there's a fellow right now. He's sitting on the roof. And he's learning. Just like they had there upstairs in the bio over there in the rooftop, right by the castle, they had they had uh, chairs and standers over there. Now, here's our fellow over here. He's learning on the rooftop. And the case is, once again, he lets go accidentally of part of his safer. And it rolls down. It rolls down. Okay? Now, the question is going to be, is he allowed to pull it back up? So the Mishnah says, And the Savior rolls out of his hand. But one end of it is still in his hands. But it didn't reach Asar Tvachim. <coughs> He's allowed to pull it back. So, you see the two pictures over here? For those listening, maybe I can send it out, but, but there's, there's a person who is reading and he drops one end of his scroll, his safer, but it doesn't reach 10 fachim. Here's, down here is 10 fachim. You see this line over here? That's 10 fachim. So this, this part of the mission was saying now he's allowed to roll it back. Is it in a Carmelite if it's not ten fachim? What is it in? Makam Okay, Lamaila, Me'asara, right? But, see the difference in the next case? See the next case over here. It's hard for me to, when I look at the screen, everything is backwards, right? So, in this case, it's below the line, means it's in Rishus Arabi neighborhood. So now, the first case, he's allowed to pull it back. However, the next case, when one end of it reaches Lasarat Fachim with to, to the ground, with it, if it reaches within ten Fachim of the ground, do not pull it back. Do you notice, by the way, this by the way, Perishchai, the Sif Perishchai, is written so precisely, of the Gemara. You notice over here that in this picture there are like words on this part of the ksav, right? Like, I mean, you can't read anything, but scribbles, yeah? What happened to this one? Why is it blank? Why is it blank? <clears throat> and we just gave an answer why it's blank. It's not blank. The written part we just read in the Gemara, he turned like nafaychu, like Purim, right? It's Adonai, yeah? So he turns it upside down because he's not allowed to pull it back. Because as we said, it's now it's in the Rosh Hashanah domain. He's not allowed to pull it back. So he, what does he what does he have to do in order to not disgrace the ksav that has been exposed to the public? He turns it upside down. This, by the way, I heard is 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 uh, one of the mekayris that you should not leave a safer open. Okay. Now I'll, I'll tell you something else though. I'll tell you something else. So you see what you did was you you turned it you turned it upside down 
so as not to disgrace, but you were saying you can't pull it back. Okay? So Gemara says further, let's understand this better. Why are we saying flip it around? By the way, I want to tell you, if you leave the room, you should close your safer if you're not learning for a while. If you're coming in and out, like Mamish a second, that's one something else. But do not take the safer, please don't say, and put it upside down. Ah, you just said we did over here. That, that's the difference. We had no choice. Taking your safe and putting it upside down like this is disrespectful. All right? That's why you have a little tissue. You put, take a paper. You put a bookmark in there. And you close it. Fine. Back to our sugi here. What's the Gemara's question? It's not resting in the Rosh Hashanah. It's not Nach. It's not resting in the Rosh Hashanah. Right? So what's be the problem? You pull it back. You hear the question? Just like the water, you need to have a hanacha. You, like, like you asked, you can only have an akira if you have you, if you have a hanacha. So that's what. What do we say about the rain? It's resting on the slant, on the slope. Stegman Gemara can give that answer as well. And that's why, if you take a look at this picture, you'll notice it's actually an, a slope. You see that? That's why it's written like this. That's exactly why it's written like this. Can you see from where you are? Okay, good. Right? But it begs the question, if it wasn't as slow, the answer is that there's no, there's no resting no, in the airport. You could pull it back. You could pull it back. That's exactly what we're saying, right? In other words, the same way we can't, we don't have an isser, right? The water is moving on the slope. That's a, pro- that's a problem which we, 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 we agreed to. That it's still considered to be that, nonetheless, I, like I said before, I don't have an answer for you. Out of the, it's a difficulty for me, but nonetheless, it's still considered to be called resting, as opposed to straight down. Okay, maybe because it's, it's going slower, so it you know the process is not so fast. Fine. So my answer is like this: <clears throat> I have a hollow knock. So my answers. Just one second, please. So Marshal says this is Rabbah here, right? But Rabbah, must be also like we said earlier, it's a slanted wall. So if it's a slanted wall, that scroll that is with below ten, within ten tefachim or less to the ground, right? Just like in this picture, that's the dotted line over here. Okay, it's below ten tefachim. You see over here what it says? This it says zero. This is yud, yud tefachim. So now this is considered to be Rosh Hashanah. That's what we're saying. You can't pull it back. Okay. <clears throat> now, in fact, now, Amar, the Amar when the Rabbis say that a Hanacha, that it's considered to be resting on the slanted wall, that's the safer. David denaich that what that can can rest. However, now we're going to come back to our problem. What did we say our problem was? The water. <laughs> As everybody's bothered by it. Mayim, the Gemara says, you know who's bothered by this? The Gemara is also bothered by it. Mayim. Does water really rest even on the slant? Okay. 
Water is not, it's exactly what's bothering everybody over here. Water is not really resting on the slant. So, whatever's bothering everybody, once again, right? The one is slant, we were saying, oh, one is slant, it's noch. So we're saying, now we're saying, one second, the Gemara is saying, well, slow, slow down. The water is not noch. Okay? So, El Omar it could be what Rabbi Yechonon meant. Oh. So, we want to suggest, what is a guma? Guma is a ditch. Okay? We want to suggest, we're trying to understand, let's let's remember always to connect the dots when we learn Gemara. We're trying to understand, what's the case we said that you put your hand, you were standing where? Rosh Hashanah You put your hand in Rosh Hashanah You pull the water out into Rosh Hashanah and we say, Yitzchayev, a Karmachatas. So we're going through all the stages. Well, first we thought you put your hand out and you caught rainwater. Then we, th- we said that no, because we have a few problems with that. One, we said that uh, where, where's your Akira, right? We said your hand's not dollar or dollar, right? We said the water is never enough. So we took care of all those processes as we stepped, went through the whole stages of the Gemara. Now the Gemara says, but, but the water on the slant, it's not enough. So we want to suggest you have a ditch. Here's this picture over here now. Okay? And you're pulling water out from the ditch. So you are in Rishus Rabim, as it says over here. You're going into the ditch, which is Rishus HaYachid. Then you pull the, that. So that's now your Akira, the water out of the ditch, into Rishus Rabim. And when you stand stationary, you stop. That's your Hanacha. Okay? That's what Gemara wants to suggest now. Eimur the Amar Rabba b'Sefer. When do we say uh, that's the Avinach? I'm sorry, it's the next piece. El Amar Rabba or Rava here. What was Rabbi Yechon's case talking about? Kegoin shelokat me'agabe guma. You gathered water that was on top of a ditch, and you brought it out. To Rishus Rabin. So, frankly, Mara, Guma, Pshita. Of course you're Chayyab. What's a Shaila? Like, 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 what's a Chiddush? What, what's the Chiddush of Yochan is coming to teach me? I took water from Rishus Yochid and I brought it out to Rishus Rabin. Ah, oh, what's a Chiddush today? You're Chayyab. Like, Rabbi we all know that. Is it Naich? Is it, is it resting? Yeah. Ah, ah. So, now, the Tema, Maima, Gavi, Maim, Lav, Hanochu, Mamish, Rabnoich. You mamish mecham to the Gemara's kasha. Okay? I might have thought, may, the Gemara has a question. Is water on top of water, is that called resting? Is that called resting? Okay? Is the water, in other words, you have water on top of water. So, maybe if you take all the water out, right, that's one thing. But if you take some water out, so maybe that's not called naich. Right? Water, by the way, water is a palindrome, right? Mayim, mem, yud, mem. Any way you read it, it's the same, front or back. Like the word D-A-D, right? Because it always takes the shape, as Marav explains, of the item it's in. So, if you take some water out from the water that was below it, is that called naich? Is that called resting? That's Marav's problem now. It's part of Kasha. Maim, agave maim, lav hanachu. It's not, I'm sorry. It's not hanacha. It's not resting. Kamash malon, dechidish is... That in this situation, it's considered to be anacha. The water 
sitting on top of the water is called an akira. Was the Rav Rav goes according to his reasoning. Water on top of water, that is, it's Hanacha. That's called resting. Right? Now, we would have thought to say at first, as of Noah's question over here, that the water, it's, 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 it's moving. Water's always moving. So, 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 we're viewing water on top of water, that you take up some water, it's called resting. Let's go a little weiter. Now, I'm not, however, we have another question like this. If you have a nut on top of water, so the nut's floating on top of the water. So Gemara says, it's hard to say that that nut floating on top of the water is called resting on the water. It's, 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 it's moving around. It's not stationary. Could be perhaps the water, that's its molecular makeup, if that's the right word to use. That's, that's what it is. That's how water is nach. But you see, if, if you look at the ego, is the nach, you see it's not stationary. It might be moving a little, but the maisa, it's, it's, it's not nach. Sebai Rava, Rava Yadashayim, Ego is Bekli, Ukli Tzafa Gadimayim. Okay, Yadashayim, you have the nut in the container. The container is in the water. Let's repeat that. You have a nut in the container, and the container is in the water. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I wouldn't be surprised. You go in one of these restaurants one of these days soon, they're going to have like this thing around a moat, you know? <laughs> and you're going to have this thing, like instead of a conveyor belt, you're going to have to take, take past the food like this. And the nut is resting in the container. The nut is resting in the container. The question is, is that, is that nut called resting now? Basr egoizazlingam, they would go after where the nut is. Vanayich. Now the nut is resting. Why is the nut resting? Because it's not moving. The nut itself, if you go, it's resting in the container. The, the nut's not moving. The container is moving. And the container itself, that's not resting, it's moving. Rabbi said, what's the terrace? What is it? What's the answer? Is it considered resting? It's not considered resting. Take we have to wait for Leo Navi to come to answer the question. Tishviyatayas kushes rabais. Rabais said, "That's you want to have Mashiach to come to answer the kash over here." Let me hear. We're living on the earth. The earth is constantly moving and rotating. Are we considered moving? I mean, all of these questions would 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 be different if you considered everything on earth moving, because the earth is moving. So you would think the container should be lahavda like the earth. I hear what you're saying. I had to think about it more. I just want to make sure we finish the two dots. <clears throat> then, I'll, then I'll have to think about it more. Okay. I just want to suggest one thing. If it's such a simple answer, we have to know why didn't the Gemara give it? Because the Gemara thought the sun revolves around the earth. 
That's Machlokes in Samach Gimel. That's Machlokes, the Shabbos Samach Gimel. Oh, here, Rabbi Rabbi Sefer, no. Well, well, let's get back to that. We'll get back to that. That's a big thing. The Gemara used to think the world is. Let's finish the Amud here, okay? Now, Gemara brings another scenario to try to clarify our cases here. Shemen Shitzof Agabi Yayin. What is Shemen? Shemen is oil. Wine and oil, do they mix? No. No, they don't mix. Okay. So Shemen is tzaf, oil is floating on top of wine. Machloik is Rabbi Yechon ben Nuri v'Rabbanan. It's Machloik is Rabbi Yechon ben Nuri and Rabbanan. That's now we learn the Mishnah in Tful Yoyim, Parag Beis Mishnah 8. Shemen, oil of truma, shetzaf agabi yayin. That's floating on top of wine of truma. And it came in contact with a tful yoyim. What's a tful yoyim? A tful yoyim is a person who went to the mikvah. He was telling me, he went to the mikvah. What's he waiting for? The sun to set. Evening. Evening. Sunset. Right? Where, where do we learn such a concept of a tful yoyim? Um, um, the brachas. The first mishnah. <laughs> first mishnah. Right? First mishnah. Fine. That was a chazara. So, we have over here, the, the oil... Is floating. The oil that's floating on top of the the wine. It comes in contact with the tful yoyim. We said that tful yoyim is atomic. Tful yoyim comes in contact with the shemen. Loi posel, el Hashem lovad. It only passes the shemen. Loi posel, el Hashem lovad. And it's not viewed like the shemen is touching the oil, the, the wine. It's not viewed like the shemen is touching the wine. Why? Because the oil and the wine are not mixed together. Thou shalt not mix. <laughs> Hashem created in, in, in the chemical makeup Oil does not mix with wine. Therefore, the oil that touched the, the Tzvuyam is possible. But the wine is not possible. Stays and stays out. Rabbi Yechmanuri Yoimer, Shnei Mechubarim Zelazeh. Rabbi Yechmanuri learns, no, when the wine touches the Tzvuyam, it's just like it touches the just like it touches the what the the oil and they are both possible they are both Umara now is going to bring another maimer another statement in the name of Rabbi Yechanan in regards to Haitsa Umara says as follows a person who is standing in Rishus HaYachid Okay, so it's very important to get the positioning. Person is in private domain. Rishus Ayacha is a private domain. He's carrying food and drinks. And he's bringing them in Rishus Ayachid back and forth. Okay, he's in his kitchen, Rishus Ayachid, going to his living room, going to his dining room. All good. 
Then after he's Okaraglov, he changes his mind to go after Rishus Rabbin. he went for the Rishus Yachid. he went from Rishus Yachid to a private from private domain to a public domain. Kolayim Kulay, back and forth the whole entire day. So he's going from a private domain to a public domain. Carrying, obviously carrying. That's the issue here. Kol Hayyim Kulay, the whole entire day of Shabbos. Enoi Chayiv, he's not Chayiv Doraisa to bring a Karma Chatas. Achiyamoid, until he stops. Why? Because where is his Akir and Hanacha? He has to stop in one of the Rishus, one of the domains. And exactly, his goof stopping, his body stopping, is, is his Hanacha. Okay, so Rabbi Sol is asking an extremely good question. And Ben Azai is going to say yes. Did you take a look ahead? It's all right. <laughs> in your previous cycles. Okay, Baruch Hashem. Let's, I'm going to put it aside that for now, okay? Not to con- con- confuse more, because we're going to get, get to that today. Going back and forth. Okay, just picture your... Never stop. Just picture your, your house and pretend your backyard is Rosh Hashanah. That's all we need to pretend. Okay, because nobody here has Rosh Hashanah backyard. Okay? And you're, you're going back and forth with, with your, with your uh, food, L'chaim, whatever it is. Okay? So he says over here, Because when you're holding that item and you stop with your body, that's called your Hanacha. Then we continue walking. That's when you pick up again, that's your uprooting, that's your Akira. Akira means to uproot. And of course, you're going to stop again. That's your Akira and Hanacha. Now, Abai clarifies this. Amr Abayo, the words of Rabbi Yechon that we just spoke about. Vahu says Abaya, Sha'omad Lofsh. It has to be that the person stopped to rest. There are two types of stopping. You could stop because you're resting. Okay, let's picture the following scenario. You're walking down the street, in the city street, carrying some packages. And you're carrying it five blocks already. You stop because you're tired. That's called a stop. Now, picture the following scenario, a different case. You're walking down five city blocks. You know, sometimes your jacket, you're falling down on your shoulder and your package on your shoulders is, it needs to be readjusted. You stop, you readjust, and you continue going. That's not called stopping. So, lafush means you stop. Because you're tired. That's called stopping. The katev, like a kesef, like your shoulder, is readjusting stopping. That readjusting stopping is not called stopping. It's not called stopping. Now it makes a major difference la halacha. Because we, need, we just said, Rabbi is clarifying Rabbi Yechon's statement over here. And he's saying, when is it a situation that you can be chayef if you stopped for stopping purposes because you're tired, not to readjust your package on your shoulder. The who that is going to be chayiv is she'omad lafush. 
That's only if he stops to take a break. Mimai, where do we know this from? Midomer Mar, because Rabbi said the person who is Mavir Achefetz, who travels with an item for Amos, Nushusarabim. Now, what we're doing now in the Gemara is we're bringing a proof to the statement of Rabbi Yechanan from what Rabbi said that a person who travels with an item for Amos. Now, let's just remind ourselves. When we say in the Mishnah, and I find Gimelamit Beis that one of the thirty-nine malachas, obviously malachas, is is mitzim or shus or shus, taking out from one private domain or public domain to public domain or vice versa. That's one of the lamentes malachas, one of the thirty-nine acts of work included in that is that if a person is in the public domain and he travels for Amos carrying something, Amos is, is like a foot, foot and a half, right? That is also an Issa Daraisa. Some learn it's a tolda, it's a derivative of the Av Melacha, of going from private domain to public domain. Okay. So Rabbi is saying over here that we, we can learn, rather Abai is learning from Rabbi that the case of Rabbi Yechonai, we just said like this, that a person who is ma'avet toich arba amois oman, lafush, is potter. If a person is carrying something within four amos, so let's say for me to dove bear over here is let's say four amos. Okay? So let's say I stop halfway through. I'm carrying this cup of water and I stop halfway through. Lafush. Lafush means what? To take a break. I stopped a real bonafide stopping. So now I am potter. I am exempt from bringing a carbon. Why? Because when I continue my my destination, I never had four hours. I walked two hours. <coughs> one second, one second. Likatev, if my intent was to stop to fix my package on my shoulder, then chayev. Because that's not called the stop. Right? As we just said earlier. Right? We just said earlier. That if I'm walking down on Broad Avenue, to go to Chestnut, I didn't know this, I just named streets, I have no idea what I'm saying. Okay, and I, I, it's not a Chumar and Kula, I mean, it, well, it's it a Metzias, it could be, it could be, yeah, 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 okay, you could call it Chumar yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's the Metzias of that, the same way, you're right, you're right, the same way we apply what's called stopping, in one case it could be a Chumar, in another case it could be a Kula. So, so when you fix the package, that's not called a stopping. Now, if you already walked for hours, and then he stops to take a break, oh, this is a heavy package. Now it's chayef. But if he goes chutz he walks more than four hours, and he has to fix his. Backpack that's falling off his shoulder, lekatev is potter. It's potter from mechatas. Now we remind us, remind us, potter from mechatas means it's, it's still an isad derabban, it's still forbidden to do on Shabbos. Potter balosim. So you see from over here, my kamashdalon. What do we, what do we learn in this from there? You see that the din from Rabbi Yochanan. 
that his if his akir was not originally for this purpose, it wasn't his intent, like we saw mentioned. His intention was not to go from Rishos to Rishos. Then he's potter. So, Igmar says, we already learned this din a few lines above. Why do we need to say this again? So, Igmar says, Dhamma Rabbi Safra, Amr Rabbi Ami, Amr Rabbi Yechanan, Hamavri Chafatsim, Zavis Lavat, Zavis, person who is carrying items from one corner of a house to another corner of a house, then, and he changes his mind and he takes the item out. Nimlach means to change his, his mind. He's potter. Because that was not his initial intention. And there's a very important principle. Every step of the way throughout the Masechta, <coughs> we're going to be picking up different rules, especially one in Dafei over here now, different rules of Shabbos. One of the rules of Shabbos is that the Torah forbids what's called Maleches Machsheves. In order to violate biblically, it has to be with intent. As opposed to just by accident or didn't intend to go out to Rosh Hashanah. I was walking, my intention was to go from my kitchen to my dining room, kitchen to my dining room. Then I see one of my children open the patio door. They went outside. I went out to go close the door and bring the child in. Okay, but I didn't want to go outside. It wasn't my initial intention, right? That, so that's not Malachis Machsheves. That's not it with Kavana. So Gemara says, why do we have to bring the two cases at the same point? The name of Yechanan, it's the same din. So Mar Mar Gemara answers a general reason. And the general answer is like this that you have different Talmidim saying over the name of Yechon in different ways, with the same halacha. Right? And, and that, that's, that's uh, you know, a, a very common situation throughout Shas, throughout life and today as well. You have people going to a shir. One person will say it in his way, the way that he understood from the Rebbe. Another person will say his way, the way he understood from the Rebbe. Okay. We'll stop you with that.